Well, good morning, good day, good evening. This is Jill, and you are here at Jill's Journals Out Loud. And today should be, I keep getting my days and dates wrong. Thank you, Stephen. You have forever goofed me up by pointing it out. But I believe it is Friday, September 2nd, 2022. 9222. And I just wanted to give you a quick overview about kind of where I'm at. Uh, just in, if you could see the desk I'm sitting at, you would understand the nightmare that I have created for myself and where we're going. As you know, Friday, I like to do uh, a topic that's kind of the what and the why. And on Saturday, for paid subscribers, I give you the more concrete how. Because in my experience, most people don't really want to do the work, but I am committed to those of you who do. And what do I mean by the work? Well, it's been evolving and shifting, but it's really becoming, and I'm going to be putting a video out on this, and I'll tell you why in a minute, who knows. It's really this kind of ability to get through the pain, the exhaustion, and the fatigue on top of understanding the ADHD and the autoimmune while fully realizing what it means to be a wired for danger person and woman. Because we're on the brink of who knows what. As I'm recording this, there is, uh, I had listened to uh, the uh, information that that uh, the financial world is planning on World War III starting this month of September. Uh, as I sat down to record this and opened my little computer here, up came the headline, Pope Francis is declaring we are entering World War III. Uh, and as you, you may or may not know, there's always some orchestration to how these things are unveiled, and there's always the option mostly by talking about it out loud to delay it or to cancel it Altogether. So I think the power of awareness and knowing what's coming often uh, helps mitigate or delay or derail some of what's coming. And that's the real reason I'm so focused on my own health and healing. Because if I don't get some energy and some relief from the pain and the exhaustion, I'm not going to make it. And as I have told you, and I will keep telling you, my purpose has shifted to stop uh, sort of allowing and watching what's happening to really engaging my personal nervous system that wants to fight for what I want, not fight against what I don't, or even worse, kind of endure until it's all over. So that's sort of the recap of why I'm here. Uh, why you're here could be all kinds of things. Uh, everyone is welcome. Take what works, let the rest go, and you never know what seed is going to get planted. So my plan for today, it's Thursday, it's almost two o'clock now, which is late for me in the the working world because I don't have a lot of energy to do this but uh, as I told you last time thank you to those of you who have invested in me to upgrade my technology and software but with every perk comes pain and let's just say the pain of trying to make all this work has been quite significant uh, I have been uh, you know I did PC Windows when it was XP that was the end of my experience there I switched to Mac and as they say once you go Mac you never go back but Mac got crazy expensive and they kind of abandoned 
those of us who are creative because I think they just sell a lot of phones. So I sort of defaulted because of the financial cost to Chromebook, which I love. It's like a tablet with a laptop. It just works. There's no conversation about uploads, downloads, fixes, viruses, none of that. You just open it up and it goes, but it's extremely limited. It doesn't run software. It just runs apps. And so uh, because of you guys, I was able to, I was going to just get a Chromebook, uh, because this one is the one I had is too old to process any video. Uh, but because of you, I was able to get, it's a very low end laptop, but it has enough, uh, theoretically memory and speed. Although I would argue that as I'm sitting here waiting for the files to do something so I can use them. Um, I also, uh, didn't go the freebie software route. I uh, took the leap and I got the package uh, for video, audio, and photography, and screen grabs. So what that means is if I can make it work, I can function in the real world like a content creator. However, I've spent all day <laughs> messing with everything. Uh, and I'm at two o'clock. I've been at this since like 8:30 this morning. And by two o'clock, all I've done is just now figured out how to keep uh, the video editor from deleting all my files. So it's been a long day. Uh, I did get an audio done last week or last time on the big computer, but I'm in the process of trying to just get the frickin' video files to stay on the laptop and not disappear every time I unplug the damn camera. So I am back on the Chromebook. I am still in the, this is a one shot. I can't edit this audio format, but today I just don't care. I wanted it to be a little more spectacular because I really wanted to say hello to anybody who's new that's coming over from uh, the video I posted, but this is sort of who I am. Uh, I am raging ADHD. I am not filled with lots of energy or patience on a good day, but I am also crazy committed to all of us who are wanting to feel better so we can be part of the fight for what we do want, not just entertainment. So that brings me to here and now. So I had a uh, started with the Pope and World War III and you know I, I had read or listened to someone talk about that's going to start this month uh, probably the third or fourth week could be tomorrow who knows of course the irony is not lost I'm just able to participate in the electrical internet world and it all seems to be collapsing but my hope and my prayer is that it stays on and so as I have said multiple times and I did in the video that I just uh, recorded hopefully you will see someday, that uh, I am committed to staying alive. I'm committed to being part of the solution. Uh, I'm committed to participating. And to do that means I need to do some radical changes of who I am and how I live. Now, you most of you know I started doing this carnivore diet thing a month ago. Well, it's been a month. It's been four weeks. And what I've learned so far is... Well, it's not a magic silver bullet for me. Uh, I've had a lot of positives. Uh, I have not had consistent results. And so because of that, I've spent the last few days diving back into the research. Like what's going on with me? Why am I struggling when so many people just have these radical successes after 30 days? Uh, my 30 days isn't until day after tomorrow, but you know, 
it's been almost 30 days and so uh, I was get, I'm getting concerned. Now the good news is I feel a lot better about what I've learned but what I've learned in the last few days has really inspired me to come to you and say this there is no magic bullet and I am not quitting I'm not giving up hope I'm not just laying down and so that means what I'm taking away from everything I've learned in the last few days moving off the quick easy solution to the realities of my situation uh, this is going to be a long haul process but I said in the video and I've said this to you and I'm just really having a deep deep connection with this idea that the pain and the exhaustion I feel this deep level of fatigue is the driving force in my life and that pisses me off I have been you know in survival mode for so long uh, with this idea if I could just get X Y and Z if I could just get stable if I could just get a refrigerator or a freezer if I could just get electricity if I could just get uh, a few more things then maybe I could stabilize well I've been here almost six months with all of these things and I am not stabilized and so I'm like okay this is unbearable what do I need to do now and so I like what can I do with my food because I haven't been able to do anything about my food because I haven't had refrigeration or a freezer or food that's close by and I still don't have food that's close by I don't have a refrigerator I have a cooler with an ice bucket uh, but I do have part of a freezer and so I have a little bit more in terms of options but while I see improvement it's not grabbing hold and so that's what I've really been thinking about the last few days as we are yet again you know being told it's coming it's coming it's coming you know the next I think minimum through next April will be a nightmare I'm you know I hope I'm wrong but I think all of us are looking at you know can we get through winter uh, and so what are we gonna do here and you know I open this with you know this this Friday is about the what and the why and uh, tomorrow is about the how and the what and the why for me and for those of you who can relate to this is I can't have pain I can't be tired and I can't be exhausted if I'm gonna move forward and continue to not only chop wood and carry water but to take care of myself and to live whatever future unfolds it's not even about worst case best case scenario it's about any future and the division that I have seen as a therapist and a social worker since my first days of stomping around a hospital saying if everybody would just take responsibility for themselves the world would be a different place I'm still stomping around but it's so hard for me to do it for myself I can only imagine how many of you are struggling with all the challenges I mean I do this like in my head 24 7 365 but I don't want to be like this anymore I don't want to work this hard I don't want to be this focused and you know as I'm uh, recording this you know my next plan is to make a video on what I'm calling you know this invisible illness of pain fatigue and ex uh, exhaustion that nobody else can see 
But if you have this experience, uh, you understand. And it's so profound and it's so debilitating that if this doesn't get resolved, I don't know what I'm going to do. And what I believe is that it really is stemming out of my own nervous system. And so that's why I've been focused on all these seemingly uninteresting things for quite a while now. Uh, but I haven't, you know, been willing to really spill my guts and lay it on the line. And that's really, you know, what I've said in the video is that uh, I learn best when people tell me their truth. Uh, I don't like to tell you some of the real stuff because uh, I don't like the feedback that comes from it. And I don't want to be perceived like I'm complaining or I'm a victim. Uh, and I do talk about things because that's how I vent. That's how I cope. That's how I function. But it's been a real struggle. Uh, I really like the podcast. I really like Substack. And I love those of you who are invested because your comments are pertinent and relevant and uh, vital, I think, to all of us moving forward. You've started a community where you're talking to each other, not just to me. And you're talking about things that are important. And I think the most important thing that I am taking from you know my last six months here and from your comments is, is that we are scattered all over the world. You know, we have very different personal experiences from being alone to having children to being in relationship to being in cities to being, you know, in full-time jobs where we're just too tired to being, you know, physically disabled where we can't do much. But the one thing that we, I believe, is the theme and the, the thing that really brings this tiny but I am going to say growing community together is that we're good people who want to do right by ourselves and by others and that we are doing the work whatever that looks like in our own personal environment and there is comfort in knowing that I am not alone just like I've seen your comments that says there's comfort in knowing that you are not alone and what I've really taken away from my uh, almost six months being here is that I, you know, blah, 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 community, community, community. I suck at community. I don't enjoy community, but I need community, but not very much. And I am so happy that I've had this experience. I am so grateful that the people here have just allowed me to come into their community and this has nothing to do with anybody but me with this huge reality check that I suck at community, which is, you know, I suck at having online relationships. You know, I suck at pretty much anything but just simple one-on-one -on -one with people that I resonate with, which is a little tiny microscopic group of people. But that doesn't mean I don't have something to add and contribute both in the bigger picture here online and in my personal life. And so uh, I'm really, you know, taking a step back as I kind of negotiate these personal issues with my own, you know, fatigue and pain and things. How am I going to change my life? How am I going to, like, just put my foot down and stop saying someday and whatever it takes? In the last few weeks, I've really shifted into a whatever it takes mode versus oh, okay well I'll just get this done and then someday I'll you know get to that healing thing right someday I'll stretch so my back doesn't hurt right someday I'll figure out 
uh, if I can strengthen my leg so I'm not dragging it with me, you know, when I walk. Uh, someday I will sort out this headache so that I can actually get a whole night's sleep. You know, there's a lot of things I just someday that I can't someday anymore because I am completely debilitated for living anything beyond just a struggle to survive which hasn't included being able to take care of myself so financially so you guys have pulled me through these last few months uh, I feel like I've got some stability under me with the equipment I need and you know my commitment is to just move forward with you as hopefully someday I will figure out how this software works <laughs> Not my forte. The raging ADHD is in full bloom as I can't hardly read instructions and I'm desperate to try to figure out how it all works. So that's 15 minutes. Have I talked about anything about myself? No. And uh, and that's what makes this other thing really hard is that it's a one-way conversation. And, and someone asked, am I going to be able to do interviews? Well, that's my hope and my dream, both uh, being able to uh, Skype or Zoom. I haven't set that up yet. You know, it's one thing at a time. Uh, the caveat will be, can I get the internet to work in such a way that I can do that? Uh, and two, in my super fantasy world, I'd like to actually go see people again. Now, these are all contingent on things that are way out of our control, but it was never my dream to sit around and talk about, you know, just me or just talk about myself. But I'm kind of stuck that that's all I got. As I was journaling this morning, you know, all I have right now is my voice. I, I wanted to do this in a book. Well, that's not going to happen. You know, it's not really, it's too much for video uh, and I can't write about it. And I don't know about you, but I just don't read well when it's an online format. I can listen, I can watch, but if I'm going to read something, I really need to hold it in my hands. And that's down the road. It's not today. But time is short, and so uh, I'm going to just focus on the video and the audio if I can get the video to work. <laughs> I'm still waiting to see if the files will complete so I can use them. Uh, one thing at a time. So it's not really, you know, my big dream to sit around and talk about myself, but uh, I am going to use myself as an example. Uh, I am going to talk about what I'm learning as I am exploring you know what does carnivore mean and I'll tell you the first thing it means to me is I hate that title uh, I believe as human we're omnivore uh, but I also believe a lot of us have brains and bodies that are pretty screwed up from our history of eating and uh, our environment and and I'm at it whatever it takes if it means I was telling somebody if that means I can only eat one peanut a day if that will help me feel better, that's what I'm going to do. So I am opening my mind to all the things that don't make sense to me. Uh, and I'm willing to look at them all in a brand new way. And that was sort of what was happening when I was digging a little bit deeper past the carnivore conversation into uh, the scientists who really started all this uh, and what they're finding and how... Uh, how the science has completely lagged behind personal stories. Uh, and I believe the internet has really proved personal stories are a huge piece. But the catch is now, you know, we want clicks and views and likes. And so we're going to tell you the story that you want to hear probably a little more often than the one you need to hear. And the one that I need to say is the one that's not going to be the one people probably want to hear. And that this is really hard, 
But it isn't just hard in terms of my personal experience. What I'm most concerned about is how we're going to all move forward and eat, right? Because we have on the horizon, you know, all this conversation about, um, you know, what's going to happen with famine and they're selling all the beef off and they want us to eat bugs and they're going to track everything. And, uh, and the fact that, you know, we're just sort of sitting around and letting it happen is not, I think, awesome, but... Uh, I want to be part of the world that says, no, uh, I'm going to figure out how to move forward. And, uh, you know, in my head, I've been calling it the meat sovereignty movement. Um, It's still stay human, live free, die wild. But uh, for me, it means I don't want to talk about what I'm eating and why I'm eating and focusing on the food, which is what most Americans like. Let's just step back and be honest we like focusing on the food to make it pretty, to make it taste good, to make it be fancy, to make it be to, so that we're, you know, I've seen people on this carnivore are arguing about should they use pepper. I just have no patience for that kind of idiocracy. Like how entitled are we as human that we can sit around and decide and have long conversations about whether it's okay or not okay to eat pepper? if we're being carnivore. I am not that person. What I'm interested in is where the hell the food's going to come from. And so, uh, as I've told you, you know, my goal is to develop an online life with you here, staying motivated, staying connected, being inspired, learning, not feeling alone. But I want to build an offline life that says, how am I going to feed myself and survive not in the world that I'm afraid of, but in the world I want. And what this meat-centric, and I only use that word because that's the word that will be a good keyword, but this meat-centric, animal product-focused conversation for me is the bigger picture. Now, I've spent uh, years now, I just was fascinated with soil restoration and grassland restoration and And I talked a little bit about this uh, not too long ago. I love the prairie. I love the grasslands. I love the mountains and the water and the ocean. I love nature. I love what's wild. You know, there's a, a visual of just big herds of buffalo, you know, walking up and down the plains. And, uh, you know, I can remember a story. I think it was crazy horse, you know, talking about, uh, it was, a uh, someone who was, uh, who had collected the oral history from his relatives and he created a, a narrative on Crazy Horse. But the, the conversation was the buffalo hunt and what it felt like to be on the horse and riding alongside the buffalo. And it was life or death because those things were huge and dangerous and all you had was your bow and arrow and you were bareback on this horse and uh, your skill and your wits and your... Uh, that to me is the essence of Wired for Danger. I got zero interest running around and killing people. Uh, But when it comes to food, everything eats everything, no matter what you are, V-O-R-E, whatever version. And this idea of just the the, uh, adrenaline of a hunt like that, I'm like, that just resonates with me. It just kicks off all these old uh, DNA ancestral memories. Like, yes, that's awesome. You feel good about that, not because you're killing, but because you are... Uh, it's a fair fight, right? And that's what nature does, is it all gives you the option. It's not, you know, 
a pasture where you just say, okay, Betsy, today's the day you go away. It's, it's a vital, dynamic, high adrenaline life followed by long periods of where things are quiet. And that to me is awesome. I love that idea. But it's so much more than that. I mean, there's all this science about how herd animals help aerate the soil with their hooves and they fertilize with their manure uh, and they stimulate growth by, I don't know if you know this, but when a grass grows and you bite it, it stimulates new growth. Now, if you graze it, you don't move, it kills it. But if you're, the animal bites it and moves on, it stimulates the growth. And it's the grass itself, the roots and the plants that help fertilize it in addition to the manure for the next year. And the seeds drop to the ground and the cycle repeats itself. And when you have grass and you have trees and you have plants and that holds the soil so the rain can collect and things get enriched and grow. Uh, And it's this beautiful, amazing closed system of eating and pooping and growing and eating and pooping and growing. So whether you're a vegetarian or a carnivore, you need things to grow in the ground because uh, if you know who Joel Salatin is, he talks about all flesh is grass. Everything starts with the soil. And so to me, this kind of meat animal sovereignty movement isn't about get out the way, I got to eat my beef. It's about restoring nature's ecological system that are created for the human, animal, elemental Uh, blueprint and design of animal human on earth how we all work together to create this incredibly awesome fabulous experience in which drum roll we feel good because that's been my experience the more I get into nature with my feet on the ground and outside and in the rhythms of the element and moving within the seasons I feel good. And at 2016, I felt really good. Uh, And then 2017, you know, was menopause and then spiritual stuff and then personal stuff. And it's just sort of been a downhill slide ever since. But that lifestyle of what I call living in the dirt was awesome. That was the beginning of my stay human, live free, die wild moment because I knew it was more than the food. So when I talk about these ideas, it's not about I'm going to eat meat and then sit on my rump and preach about how awesome it is. Uh, It's really hard, you know, and I want to be responsible. I want to learn how to hunt and to fish and to be part of that world where it's all fair. It's not just me cheating and going to the grocery store. It's me being part of the process that continues and moves it forward because I want to be healthy. I want to feel strong. I want nature to thrive. I want to be as free as I can and as wild as I can while I can still come and talk to you in this very uh, domesticated, civilized way. I don't. I just want to come visit civilization, but I don't want to stay here. And that's the beauty of having a world in which we understand both realities, both, both the, the wild and the civilized, because there's a way to move forward where everybody benefits and everybody wins and I want to be part of that I don't know about you but that's what I want to fight for Uh, and so you know I see it that right now you know there there's a massive move to 
cut off the energy, to cut off money, to cut off food, to cut off water, to cut off oil, to cut off heating, to cut off cooling, to cut off cars. Everything is about cutting our energy off. And, you know, I just sort of had this epiphany that everything about that I'm struggling with is not having enough energy. And that equals pain, fatigue, and exhaustion. That's really how we think about it. We don't think about it as, oh, I just need more energy. We think about how am I going to get past this pain? What pill can I take? Uh, how much caffeine can I take? What stimulants can I grab onto to push me one more day down the road? And the only place that takes any of us is to pain, fatigue, and exhaustion. So I want to stop that cycle and I want to stop pretending like it's going to somehow resolve itself and I'm going to commit to what does it mean to really heal again I kind of did and then I lost it and so now I got to start over again in a new way and I want to document that journey with you and you know my hope and my dream is to get out again to go to ranches to go to the the wildlands you know and learn about how are we going to do this in a world that's trying to squash us in every single direction and every single way what is the reality of a global shift away from massive centralization and domestication into building a world in which we have optimal health not because we take pills or we plug into some you know system that requires uh, you know, invasive circuitry in our body. But we were designed, I mean, the human design is fabulous. We can heal from almost anything, but not without the right resources and not without energy. And so if I have to point myself and commit to fighting for something, I'm not going to fight against all the people trying to tell me I can't. I am going to focus on building what I want and the most powerful way I think especially we as women can do that is to be what I call the calm in the storm I think men you guys have got to be the action you've got to be the physical you've got to be the mental you have to be out on the front line you have to be outside not necessarily in a fighting position but in building I mean I don't know any man who doesn't build something with his hands whether it's a, a software program that you're building or a, the most beautiful pile of wood ever that isn't happy, that it doesn't feel good. I think it feels good, but it just, you know, kicks off all my masculine energy and that all needs to take a break. So I don't know any man that doesn't feel good, you know, working with a group of men accomplishing something awesome. I want that for you guys. But us women, especially us older women, we got to do something else. And I think what we need to do is to feel good, to feel better, to be calm and focused. But that's because we feel good. We're happy. We have joy. We have energy. We have vitality. We have a sense of hope. We have a calm because we trust who we are and whatever spiritual, emotional uh, path or road that you walk down that works for you. That's where I see our power lies, to lead with our inner life by example, to be in the presence of somebody who is happy and calm, feels good. Being around a bunch of chaotic people does not feel good. Trying to organize chaotic people does not feel good. Trying to survive in chaos does not feel good. 
I want to be the calm in the storm, but I have to understand the chaos that's within my own body to get there. And so that's where I really uh, just, unfortunately, I'm going to have to talk to you about my experiences and my process for now uh, until I can get to a point where I can bring other people's stories because I just haven't found anything else. You know, people think facts and statistics change things. They really don't. They're interesting. They might stimulate us to want more information. But all decision-making is emotional, even if we're just having an emotion about the color of the packaging. You know, and propaganda understands that. Marketing understands that. Scary people, sociopaths, serial killers, they all understand that. They know that we're driven by our emotions. So unless we can acknowledge that as a real thing, then we will very easily be manipulated. And my goal is not to manipulate you, but is to present ideas that hopefully will resonate with you emotionally. And the one I most want to resonate with you is the two, is joy and hope. Just a little bit of hope, a little bit of potential for more joy. That really nice feeling, which I'm only in the last two to three weeks have had any access to after years of this dark painful survival place if you know what I'm talking about then you understand how awesome it is and why I want more and why I want you to have more just to wake up and not you know not be happy in a superficial la la kind of way you know be able to look at whatever's going on that's real but to have that joy that's what I want for you so that's just you know me blabbing but clarifying because we're going to keep going here Uh, and for now you know I'm still kind of in you know some days I'm okay some days I'm not mode so I'm going to just do the best I can I'm not promising it will be coherent and linear but it's all coming from the place of best intentions faith and trust in you in me and that which created us that's moving us forward All right, deep breath. Uh, Tomorrow I'm going to talk a little bit more about the practical aspects of what we talked about here today. And with that, I will see you next time.